I'm putting on shit, I know my city proud as hell Pain in the scars, in the hood we stayed Dealing raw, now I get paid with the bars Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of the Poly Rob Podcast. I am your host, the Council Poly Rob, and I appreciate y'all tuning in and always showing love. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on all the podcast platforms, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, um, all the podcast platforms, make sure you follow me and pick your favorite one. If you want to do the audio, you can do the audio podcast. I'm on video now and I'm not stopping my video. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to make sure I keep it consistent for y'all. You know what I mean? Make sure you check me out on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Website is coming very, very soon. And um, last week was a dope podcast. I got a lot of great feedback from everybody. I appreciate that. That was phenomenal. And just keep sending me your feedback, whether you're calling me, texting me, DMing me, or writing the comments under the uh, the, the comment section on YouTube and all the platforms. Like, either way, I'm reading them, I'm keeping in tune with them, and I appreciate all of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, quick updates. Uh, today is the Lord Mob Show. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to my guy, Flea Lord. Shout out to the whole camp, the Lord Mob. You know what I'm saying? They have a show in L.A. Uh, at the Catch One, and it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be crazy. You know what I mean? Bars everywhere, dope music everywhere. Fans going to be crazy energetic. I'm actually going in a couple of hours, you know what I'm saying? But I felt like I needed to record a podcast today and get a podcast out the way before I go to the show. And uh, shout out to Doughboy, you know what I'm saying, for just helping put all this stuff together. And, uh, you know, local astronauts going to be in the building you know, BTSN is going to be in the building, you know what I'm saying, with some behind-the-scenes content coming real soon. I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, shout-out to TF. He'll be on stage. Funk P, you know what I'm saying, G4 Jag. Shout-out to Me Fucks. Uh, shout-out to Matt, you know what I mean? Underground Hip Hop Blog. Yo, yo, it's been crazy, you know what I'm saying? I also got my guy uh, Lex Lou from Akron, Ohio. Shout-out to Lex Lou, you know what I'm saying? Connected Project is coming real soon. You know what I mean? He out here just coming to gig with us and work on some records and finish that project up. So, you know, that's I'm excited about that. He'll be, you know, rocking with me on stage at the event. He's coming to show love. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my guy, Sweets. He brought his artists out here, Rose Gold Racks. Shout out to Racks. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on a project with him. You know what I mean? Rose Gold Racks and local astronauts. The title is called True Story. Yo, when I tell you, the music is crazy. It's crazy. So I can't wait for y'all to tune into that. We do got a listening party tomorrow and a video shoot tomorrow. So we just hit the ground running, man. It's Labor Day weekend. You know, first off, I didn't even realize it was Labor Day weekend. Everybody was just talking like, yo, it's Labor Day weekend. What are we going to do with a barbecue at? Yada, yada, yada. And me, I've just been working so hard. I forgot all about that shit. I will do Sunday dinner. So I guess I'll do some version of what barbecue would be. Like, I'm probably not going to do like, I'm not going to do, like, the burgers and shit like that. Or well, unless I do, like, salmon burgers. Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just thought about that on the fly. Do some salmon burgers instead of just regular beef burgers? Oh, okay, okay. You know what? I know what to do. 
I know what to do. I know what to do. I, I'm going to put together my whole Sunday dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go in. I'm excited about that. Um, the reason why, hold on, let me get my orange juice. Um, the reason why I wanted to definitely do a podcast today because, uh, you know, aside of the 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 lore mob show being at the catch one tonight, you know, a lot of people have been getting back to, you know, doing shows and doing events and doing concerts and stuff like that. I heard about a concert with like Carl Thomas and a bunch of, uh, you know, legendary, you know, uh, old school R&B artists that they, that they just did about a week ago. And, yo, everybody coming back outside, they getting back to doing, they getting back to doing, you know, more events. You know what I mean? And we need that. We need that good energy, that good music, that good performances and stuff like that. So we definitely need to get back to that. And I'm excited about that. And also the reason why I wanted to talk about the topic that I'm talking about is definitely because we are, the artists are getting back to uh, performing and doing what they do and going on stage and being who they, the best thing that they can be or being whoever they envision themselves to be on stage. And uh, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that I feel like is necessary to speak on uh, to help these artists in their performances. So the topic for today, and I hope you're ready for this, all the artists out there, I hope you're ready for this because you just have to learn a level of this. And if you're dealing with somebody who is like a choreographer or like somebody who, who helped you perform, like these tips aren't included in this. So I want y'all to really like, yo, you got to get your performances where they need to be. So the topic of today is help your fans by performing better. Help your fans by performing better. We came to spend our money. We came to RSVP. We came to see you on stage. You need to perform at the highest level you possibly can. That's what this whole episode is about. Help your fans. Do your fans a good service by performing better so they can watch you do something great. All that mediocre shit is out the window. We had years of artists doing mediocre shit. We, we've also had years of some great artists doing their thing. But we had a lot of years of some mediocre shit. And with the whole pandemic knocking niggas down for about a year, year and a half, we need, when y'all get back on stage, y'all better go in. Y'all better go in. So that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about some things that can hopefully and possibly help you perform better on whatever level that you are. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's as important. That's definitely important because, you know, a lot of artists are great at being in the studio and putting together whatever projects they're putting together. But sometimes artists don't know how to translate the music that they do in the studio, how to translate the same energy and the same feeling on the stage. And that's a science. That's a real science to, to, do, to do. That's a real science. And we got to go through some of those things that'll help you, you know, get to that stage. Because as a fan, 
you know, regardless of me being an engineer or producer, I'm a fan first. I'm always a fan first. So I want to see a great performance. And to be quite honest with you, that's that's the reason why I haven't been to a lot of performances and a lot of concerts in a while is because I hate when people shortchange you. Don't shortchange me. Don't give me something lackadaisical, you know, because of whatever reason. I can't pay my money. I want to see a good show. I don't care what style you do. I don't care what genre it is. I came to do justice by paying my money to see some great shit. I'm not saying that you have to be great and you have to be the greatest of all time, but try your best to get closer to that every time you perform. You know what I mean? So help your fans by performing better. First things first, let's get this out the way. Performing is entertainment. It's pure entertainment. You on stage, you are the TV. You are the movie. You are the actor. You are the person that is supposed to entertain us as the fans. Y'all see my backdrop? Look at my backdrop. My backdrop is a stage. And who's in my backdrop? Fans. They're waiting to be entertained. They're waiting to be entertained. So you got to give them that. You got to entertain these people. And artists forget that. That's the reason why I'm saying that, because artists forget that these people are paying money to see you do something that they haven't seen you do before. They're not waiting to pay money to see you just stand there or just not finish your lines or look like you're sleepy, look like you're tired. They're not, they didn't pay for that. They paid to see some excitement, something that they can go home with and be like, whoo, that was a show. That's what these people are here for, to be entertained. And you can't blame them. You can't be mad at them. You can't disregard what they feel. You got to rock with that because, you know, if you're if you're an artist that's getting paid, you know that the show money is, is the money for you. You know the show money is the real money for you. It could probably get tricky on album sales, probably get tricky on endorsements. That stage, that's you. You know at least for the most part, whether you got a manager or not, you know at least for the most part, a deposit was sent, and then the, the back end was sent. As soon as you walked in the door, the other half was sent. So you getting that bread, no matter what your price is, you get that bread. So you got to put on a real show. And these fans, they want to be fully entertained. Even if you're an undercard, you being an undercard does not mean uh, you perform with less energy. You got to go all the way out. Sometimes go even harder than, well, try your best to go harder than the, uh, you know, the star person that's on the card, that's on the bill. But these fans, they're there, uh, you know, to entertain. That's just what it is. You're there to entertain them, I should say. 
you're there to entertain them. That's what they paid. That's what they paid for. So I want to get into a couple of, you know, techniques and tips because I feel like, like, let's get, get this out the way. If you're an artist that's, that performs or perform before, I, I probably haven't seen your performance yet, but I'm pretty sure you need work. Because everybody needs work. Even Beyonce, she's still working on new things to elevate her performance. Because you have to realize, there's no point in performing where you feel like you got it all together. You have it together to be able to perform and get this rate, but you haven't explored every possible notion while you're performing to bring the shit over the top. And that's what you should constantly be doing. It's the same thing like, you know, being a hacker. Like, dude, hacking just don't stop. I don't care if you crack every code. There's going to be some more codes to crack. It's a constant, ongoing learning experience. So you're going to keep doing it. Same thing with performing. It's a constant, ongoing learning experience. You're going to learn on the 17th show of your tour that they like when you say, beat it up, drop it down. Drop it down. Beat it up. Drop it down. Drop it down. You're going to realize that that demographic of people or that city or that region loves it when you say that on the song. So you're probably going to incorporate another way to to magnify that or bring that to life. And then all of a sudden they won't. They'll like some other part of the song. So now you're forcing yourself to elevate into new plateaus because people like different things at different times. That lets you know that your performance can never, never slow down. You got to keep being fresh, keep being innovative. I'm pretty sure the performances that the Isley Brothers did when they first started is not the same performances that they do right now. It's a forever evolving thing. Michael Jackson, performances he did in the beginning, the dances he did in the beginning was not the performances that he did Later on in his life, it's switched up. It's different because you evolve. You constantly evolve. But these tips that I'm going to show you, those tips are here to stay. These tips are things that you can do to help your performance get a little bit better. Now, to each his own, if you don't believe in these tips, then do me a favor and have tips of your own that works in your favor and share them with me, share them with me so we can tell the world and they can use that information as well. But these tips right here that I got just are important. And I just want to talk about this before I go to the show. Um, performing techniques. First off, number one, stop cuffing the mic, B. Stop cuffing the mic. Stop putting your whole hand over the top of the mic. What are you doing what are you doing you got your whole head over top of the mic and you put it close to your mouth like this and now you want people like look 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 how much you, it's hard to hear me when i put my mouth over like this and i'm start talking like this i got my whole hand with the mic right here open my mouth it's like jesus you can't even get all your words out the way you want to but when you open it up now you can hear me clear. And you got to you got to grip it at the end of where wherever the 
the shaft of the mic starts, you got to start it from there. Put your hand right there so you can let the mic, because there's only certain sections in the mic that allows sound to travel in, especially if you're dealing with omnidirectional mics, car, uh, choreoid uh, style mics, you know what I mean? Condenser mics, like there's a certain section of the microphone that opens up so sound could travel through. The other parts of it will be closed off. But when you cuff the mic and you grip the whole top of the circle part, you're stopping sound from going straight through from your mouth to the mic to the people. So stop cuffing the mic. And I know it's a hip-hop thing. We all said it's a hip-hop thing to do. We don't watch it in so many movies of them just cuffing the mic. But that is the absolute worst way you could perform your song. Worse. And you got your, you know, your 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 mouth close to the mic and you're cuffing it. You're trying to force sound. You're trying to force sound, excuse me, through your hand because your hand is hovering over it. Don't do that. Don't cuff the mic. I don't care how hip-hop you think it is. I don't care how dope you think it is. If you cuff the mic, you're going to automatically have a bad performance. You already just rid yourself of, of doing a good job. Number two, and I see artists do this all the time, and I can't wonder for the life of me why they do this. Don't turn your back on the crowd, man. What are you doing? Why are you turning your back on the crowd? You're performing. You're supposed to perform in front of the crowd. Stop walking away from them. If you're going to back up, then back up. Look at them and back up. If you're moving to the side, move to the side. Stop turning your back, walking wherever you're walking. Where are you going? The people who love you is right here in the front. Where are you going? Why are you going to the back? Why are you going to the back? I don't get it. I don't get when people turn their back and start rapping and doing music. If you turn your back and you say any word, they're not going to process it well. They're not going to process it well. Let me say it again. If you are rapping or singing and you turn your back to the crowd, they're not going to process nothing that you're saying while your back is turned. Because guess what? They, they think in their mind, oh, this nigga turned his back on me. This nigga turned his back on me. They're not processing none of that. Some people, you know, sometimes they can't hear that well. Excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm that tired. It's really that real. Sometimes people, uh, they can't really hear that well, so they'll try to read part of your lips to get what part of the song you're on or where you're going. And you've robbed them of that because you got your back turned. We don't know what you're doing. Stop turning your back on the crowd. Because if you if you keep turning your back on the crowd, the crowd and the fans are really going to turn their back on you. And you're not going to like that. You're not going to like that at all. Also, be aware of where you are on stage. That's important. You got to be aware of where you at. Are you in the back of the stage? You're on the very edge. You know, you're in the middle with two other people on the, on the left. You got to be aware of where you are on stage. You got to know what you're doing because at some point in time, it might be somebody else that's rapping with you. 
that's that's going to come in and say, yo, I'm coming in with my verse. You got to be able to step aside. You can't run into them. You don't want to run into the people that you're rapping on stage with. So you got to be careful of that. You got to be careful of that. You got to make sure you or you know your whereabouts and where you're on stage. And then you also, sometimes you got to know where everybody else is. You got to know where the musicians are. You got to know when they walk off. You got to know, you know, when your feature is about to come in. You got to know, you know, where he leaves when he finished with his verse, where he's standing when he finished his verse. All of that stuff leads to having a great performance. Know your area, know your surroundings. The first thing I do when, you know, let's say somebody's going to perform and I'm backstage with them. First thing I do is look at the whole stage so I can see like how they move and how they do their thing. And artists should do the same thing during sound check. It's not just about the sound. It's about you learning the area, learning where the DJ is, learning where the speakers are, learning where the, the, the um, playback speakers are, you know, learning where you can look up, learning where the lights are, you know what I mean? To where you can make sure you perform in a section where the lights is not beaming on you heavy so you can stay cool. Like all of that stuff is leading towards the number one thing. The number one thing of, the, of that part, which is beware of where you are on stage. That's important. And, you know, I got my notes right here. That's why I keep looking down because I got my notes right here. I don't play no games. I rock with the notes. Apple notes. Um, also, oh, my God. This, well, this is bad, but it's not bad for me, depending on what type of show. Um, don't have too many people. Don't have too many people on stage. You know what I mean? Like me, I don't prefer, I don't prefer a lot of people. So they already know if I get on stage, everybody got to clear out. But some people have people on stage for the aesthetics. It's good energy. They get to help the crowd get motivated. You know, all that type of stuff. That's good. But just don't have too many people. I would prefer you have people that, that actually do something on stage or a part of your situation. As opposed to just having all type of bunch of people from all friendships and all walks of life. I don't have too many people because also what that does is, which is important to remember, is that it also stops people from focusing on you. When you got a whole entourage of people on your uh, on your situation and on stage, you're actually giving them the chance to be seen along with you, but then you're also giving the fans the opportunity to forget that the artist is on stage because somebody on the right is dancing so crazy or somebody else is pouring liquor down a girl's throat while they're on stage. Like, those things are polarizing enough to take the focus off you while you're doing your music, while you're performing for these people. So having too many people, I don't recommend it. I've done it before, but I don't recommend it because you're going, you're trying to get a connection with the fans and you can't get a connection with the fans with all type of other shit going on with other people because they with your crew or whatever the case may be. So definitely like what well, look out for those type of things because that's important. And then the last thing just on that is, and Jada said it best on the verses. He said it best when he told this to, to the dip set. He was like, yo, we doing hip hop and y'all rapping over y'all full song. Y'all didn't even take the verses out so y'all could, you know, like you could leave the ad-libs in, but 
you rapping over the whole song. That's not that's not hip hop, and that's not music. That's not music. You rapping over the whole radio ready version of the song. I'm gonna tell you what that does. If you ever sung over your whole song with the auto main vocals in it, or rap with all the main vocals in it, if you do that, that means that you're not prepared for the stage. Let me be clear. If you have not did yourself a service and rehearsed and did your thing to be able to prepare, then you're not ready to do that actual thing. You're not ready. You're not ready to perform when you can't learn your words to go up there and perform it for the people. One example I always use that's a great example of not doing that is Lauren Hill. Because Lauren Hill, although you heard her singing so beautifully on her albums and on the Fuji's albums, when you heard her live, she sound even better, but she didn't do the same runs and the same harmonies that she would do on the original album. She would switch it up completely. She would do some whole other shit that make you appreciate her artistry even more. Some people might, you know, take a song that has been hot or whatever the case may be that's been out before or whatever. And when it's time to perform, they would still say, no, I need to find an engineer that could take my vocals off or go back and get the master track and be like, yo, I just want to make a show mix out of this and take my master, uh, vocal, my main vocals out and just give me the ad-libs and the doubles. I'm going to perform it like that. That's cool. That's cool. That's what you're supposed to do because if you rap in the main vocal, of course you can't do a double and an ad-lib. You can't do that by yourself unless you're a super genius. If you got somebody like Wash It coming in and later hooked, then that's good. But if, if not, then and you got a hot song, man, keep your go. But when you perform it, don't perform it with the whole song in the background. You got to perform that shit to the people. We can't pay money. You see how Jadakiss and the Locks was burning shit down? I'm going tear shit up. They was killing Dipset. But that's because they were prepared. That's the important part. You got to be prepared. You got to be ready to go. You know what I mean? Those are my performance techniques. And, you know, hopefully you tune in and listen to them because it's like, man, I want to see some more dope performances, man. I like I like the performance with uh, Tyler, the creator, when he was at the award show. Man, he had the, the umbrella with the whole tornado going. That shit looked crazy. And it takes somebody to really step out the box to do some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, just all type, all type of shit. Like being on stage is, and let me just say, this is the last thing I'm going to say before I go. Being on stage is a gift that God gave to you so you could give it to the people. Let me say it again. The concept of success and talent is you, is God given 
a talent to you and then you giving it to the people. Because the fans don't owe you anything. They don't owe you nothing. They don't owe nothing to buy, none of the music. They don't owe you nothing. But the best part about it is they'll tune into you if they feel like you're about what's going on. If you're about the culture, if you're about making this thing right, about making shit happen, that's what we own. The fans don't owe you nothing. They they came to be entertained. They bought your album. They bought your merch. They bought your clothes. They came to be entertained. And you got to make that happen. So for all the artists out there, major artists, minor artists, it don't matter. You want a better fan base? Perform better. Be more exciting. They have all type of antics and different things that people do on stage. It means something. On top of, of course, having dope talent. But you got to add color to this place, man. This Man, the stage is your coloring book. What do you want to do? I'm going to say that one more time. The stage is your coloring book. What do you want to do? I appreciate y'all tuning in. I ain't got a lot of time. I got to go to the Lord Fleet show, and we're going to burn down at the Catch One. It's going to be fly. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Potty Rob Podcast on all digital platforms and media platforms as well, like YouTube. Make sure you check us out, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm going to go and do my mother freaking thing and have a good time and enjoy myself at the Catch One. You know what I'm saying? We out of here. Peace, love, and work love.